We're just two mamas. Who happen to be sisters. Trying to figure out if anyone is listening. I'm Leanne, a pastor's wife, mom of three, and Yankee-born Texan. I love baking chocolate chip cookies, riding my bicycle, and drinking wine. And I'm Courtney, a nurse married to a youth pastor, girl mom of two, and living in Oklahoma. I love bad reality TV, crocheting, and mozzarella sticks. Mamas say so many words, and many of them go unheard. We're here to talk and listen. Find us on Instagram and Facebook at Mama Speaks Pod or at our website, mamaspeakspod.com. Hello. Hello. So what's new? Literally nothing. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like just, you same. know, in my house with my kids. Forever. Yeah. For eternity. Yeah. What day number are we on right now? I have no idea because I've still been working. So like, I don't know when... Because I see people posting, like, quarantine day, whatever, and I'm like, I don't, I don't So let's see. The kids' last day of school was March 13th. We picked them up from school and that day, and we've pretty much been quarantined ever since. So that was 14, 15, today's day 15. Jeez. That's crazy. Yeah, and our school district currently is saying that we will go back on April 14th. They, they were supposed to have, they were supposed to go back on the 6th. Man. Which is a Monday. And then, but then they were going to have Friday off and Monday off, the 10th and the 13th for Easter. And then go, and so they're really, they just pushed it back four more school days. Mm-hmm. Really. Yeah. But, Oklahoma schools closed for the year. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I like rationally know that that's a strong possibility for our district. Yep. Um, but I just can't even think about it. And I also can't think about them going back to school either. Right. Like, it's all scary. Every option is scary. Staying home with my kids for the next six months. I realize eventually we'll be able to leave the house. But, like, with them not going to school for the next six months is terrifying. Yeah. But also sending them out into the world after being home with them for a month is also terrifying. I know. Oh, my gosh. Adele, it's all Adele started, like, regressing with potty training this week. And I'm oh, like, yeah. no. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. when I'll get her back to normal because life is not going to yeah. get back to normal. Oh, my gosh. No, it's going to be, like, a long time. Yeah. And um, I keep – I feel like I'm most days better suited for this than Jared is. Mm-hmm. And he gets a very frustrated. Mm. And I'm like, babe, they – they are so they're just doing their very best i know like they're do, they're trying and i have lost my temper for sure oh yeah um but like tommy poops his pants and wesley like gets really frustrated and yells at his sister and like yeah yeah it is really hard right now yeah. because we're and i think like i listened to some friends shout out to my friend dara um who have older kids who have like very regimented homework and she's in a different um state Mm -hmm. so like homework and lesson plans and like they have to turn work into their teachers every day and like very structured like they have to be more structured yeah and so in, in so many ways i can look at that and be like oh my gosh it looks so much easier it's not it is not at all because she is literally being a teacher. She is like lesson planning and oh, like, yeah. sitting at the kitchen table with her kids. And on the other hand, I'm like, I crave structure, and mm. we have none. Yeah, I'm trying that. It's it's hard though because we like this too. week I was trying so hard to like okay first we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do this and then we're gonna do that and I was like making myself so tired, 
And Adele yeah. was getting frustrated and she was expecting more from yep. me because I was like rushing her through activities to get to the next one. Exactly. And so then like yes. yesterday I was just like, we're just going to do what we're going to do. And if that's a lot of TV, then that's a lot of TV. And if that's going outside five times then that's going outside five times, like whatever. Yeah. And yesterday went it's a so much hard. smoother, but uh, yeah. it's just going to change every single day. Yep. We're trying to find a fine balance between like having structure and also like if they're enjoying something, I'm not going to stop them from, you know, if they're enjoying um, a Wesley and Eloise, I gave them a prompt from um, the Story Pirates website. Mm-hmm. Story Pirates is one of our favorite podcasts and they've put out some really great content right now that's totally free. And um, I gave them a prompt to write a story and told them, you guys need to go write a story together. And then 30 minutes went by. Gosh. Well, that wasn't my plan. I had told them 10 because I thought 10 minutes was going to be like more than an eternity. Um, I'm not interrupting that. No. I'm not stopping them from doing that. Mm -mm. Like, they were laughing. They wrote a story about a man who pooped and peed his pants (laughs) a lot. But they wrote three pages in a notebook together and they laughed the whole time. That's so like, awesome. I don't even care. That's so awesome. I don't care. But just trying to have, like, structure and unstructure, but also just, like, going with the flow. And I know, like, so many people are posting, like, have the same schedule and put them to bed at the same time and wake them up at the same time and blah, blah, blah. We're out of school at least four weeks. Well, and we've at got least. – we're loosely following our normal schedule. Our, our kids never really had a schedule, though. They didn't go to school the same days of the oh. week. Yeah. Some days daddy's home with them. Some days I'm home with them. Some days we're both home with them. Like, their life is not very scheduled. They're little. But, like, See, they go to bed at the same time. They scheduled. wake up at the same time. They do baths before yeah, bed. We're... They watch a show before yeah. bed. Like, we're sticking with basic schedule. But, yeah. See, part of that for me, and this is, I mean, we're not... I mean, we're both working, but we're staying home. We're not, Jared and I are both here pretty much full time yeah. with the kids. Yeah. So we, I think, have a bit more, um, ooh, I'm going to drop my phone, have a bit more freedom to be a little more loose with the schedule. Mm-hmm. And so they are going to bed slightly later. Like if their bedtime was 7 p.m. on the nose, their bedtime is now like 730, 745. Mm, okay. And they're... You know, before their alarms would go off at six thirty, and now they're like getting up and getting moving between seven and seven thirty. Yeah. So we have like we've adjusted their schedule about an hour later. Yeah. Um, which is kind of glorious for, and the sun is setting later, I know. and so like it feels more natural to do that. I realize that if and when they go back to school, getting up in the six o'clock hour is going to be really hard. Yeah. Um, but right now it feels like the right thing to do. We're watching a lot of family movies. Mm. Um, we're doing a lot more cooking together. That's we're doing fun. a lot more like menu planning together, like things where, you know, I would never give my kids the option of what we're eating. Right. Like you're eating what I make. Yeah. Like this is what we're having. Well, yesterday we were like, let's plan a menu together, get out a cookbook and let's see what we can find and have some of the ingredients to make. Yeah. And we did. Ugh. And it was so fun. That's so fun. But like. Yeah, it was it was really fun. I mean, it's still so freaking hard yeah. and so many fights oh, yeah. and so many meltdowns. Constant. But just, like, we're not menu planning because, like, you and I texted about this earlier today. You know, the grocery stores are out of things yeah. and we're, we're not going to the grocery store and we're not able to 
like curbside pickup a lot of things that are available if you go into the store. Right. Yeah. That's what we just did. Because I, what I've always done is I'll do from the 1st to the 15th, all of our meals, put it in a dock, make a grocery list, put in the order, we go pick it up, done. I'm still doing that, but now like I can put some things on the grocery pickup order and then some things I have to send Philip to go get because we can't get them on the grocery pickup. Like, and will they have them there? I don't know. Right. Right. So today I was looking up meatless dinners. <laughs> like, we eat chicken for everything because I've got a three-year-old who won't eat anything but chicken. Yeah. Like, well, well, and you don't yeah. like beans. No, I don't so... like beans. So that that makes it really hard. We have a whole freezer full of um, black beans. I made a big pot, uh, instant pot of black beans. Like We have a can of know, black beans in the, three weeks in the pantry, but... I don't eat them. You don't so, want to eat yeah, them. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I'll save it for a night that I'm working or something, but... Yeah, yeah. It's so hard. So we're not menu planning because it's like, what food do we have left? Yeah. Okay, what can we do with that? Yeah. And um, so we let the kids, you know, pick, and that was fun. So we're trying, like, I don't know, we're trying to be scheduled. We're doing some learning. We're doing reading together. We're doing projects together. Wesley's been helping me do some design work. Um, you know, trying to do things like that, but also trying to give them learning opportunities in more creative ways that we would never be able to do otherwise. Yeah. Like Wesley designing with me. Right. Like, I don't have time for that normally. Oh. But now I'm like, sit down, let's do this together. Right. Like, where do you think this should go? And let's pick a font together. And like, why do we pick certain fonts? Mm. You know, I mean. That's I so know. fun. It's, it is like, I know that I'm going to miss this time. Mm-hmm. Someday. I know. There are so many things that we're doing that I'm like, I would not normally do this. Right. But also then there are things that I'm like, but why? Like, I could. Like, I've been weeding our front flower bed and, like, I've never done that. Like, but I could. Why? Like, why not? Is it like, and I think it's just because I've been sitting around so much that I haven't had time to think about all of the things I could be doing around the house. Right. I, re- I, th- I heard on a podcast the other day that there's, like, two groups of people. There's one group of people that are working harder than they've ever worked before, and they're overworked, and they're very stressed out, and they, like, don't have time for anything. Yeah. And then there's this other group of people that has all abundance of time. Yeah. And I feel like I fall in that. Even, you know, obviously, like, having the kids home all the time and, like, trying to maintain some sort of business. Yeah. Like, it is taking time. But I'm not working 60 hours a week. Mm-mm. So I have more time on my hands to do things. I'm not getting bored, but, like, I have more time to do different projects and, like, clean and bake. Like, I baked bread, and I bake bread a lot. But normally I, like, I let it rise maybe once and probably not for as long as it should. I've been baking bread and letting it rise twice Mm -hmm. and letting it rise for, like, an hour each time. The bread is so fluffy Mm -hmm. and, like, delicious. I'm like, well, this is what would happen if I let myself have time to do things. It's wild. Yeah, it is. It's just changing, I think, perspectives on everything. Because I'm still working. I I mean, before this all happened, I had made my schedule for this month, and it just turned out that I worked – the very first day of last week and I'm working Thursday of next week. So I ended up giving myself like a week and a half off totally unplanned. Mm. Just that's how I did it. And so I've had all this time that I'm like, man, this is not, I'm not going to get this again where I'm going to be home with my kids all week long. Right. But I will go back to work, but even then I'll go to work for, you know, 12 hours and I'll come home and I can't work from home. 
Right. So, like, yeah. I feel like I'm getting a little bit of both. Yeah. This week, it's 100% well, stay-at-home mom. There aren't any distractions. No. Like, you can't, like, oh, we've got to go run to the grocery store. Yeah. Or, oh, I need to, um, you know, menu plan for next week. Yeah. Or, oh, I need to, like, make the kids' lunches for the week. Or, I mean, even laundry. Like, yeah. I'm doing laundry, obviously. Mm-hmm. The kids are wearing clothes and changing them often. But um, my kids wear uniforms to school. Yeah. Well, now they can wear literally whatever they want. Pajamas, totally fine. Wear your pajamas all day. I don't care. Yeah. So I'm doing laundry like when they run out of clothes, but their their wardrobe is so much bigger right now than it normally is. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, man, their laundry basket's overflowing. I need to do laundry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's just so crazy. Yeah, we've done a lot of laundry so crazy. around here, but that's just because, like, I work in the hospital. And so I'm like, oh, yeah. I have to do laundry yeah, all yeah. the time. Like, oh, did that go yeah. to the hospital with me and I haven't washed it yet? I need to wash that. Well, and I'm doing – I mean, I'm used to doing at least a load of laundry a day. And I'm probably doing a load of laundry every other day. So I'm still doing, like, lots yeah. of laundry. Yeah. But not – I'm not, like, okay, we have to do – like, with the kids, I would do their laundry, like, Friday – Sunday, Wednesday, so that they had enough and the right uniforms to wear each day. Mm-hmm. And now, like, it doesn't matter mm. what they're wearing. Yeah. So it's just little things yeah, that just things changing. used to take up your time that they don't take up your time anymore. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about goals? We're at the almost at the end of the month. Yeah. I need – yeah, let me pull my goals up. Um, maybe. Okay. My goals. I'm actually doing fairly good on them. Um, so I put down meditate twice a week. Mm-hmm. I have not meditated twice a week. I have meditated eight times. So I just kind of oh, like that's awesome. squished them into yeah. what yeah. would have been two weeks. Um, and that's just because that, it, it, yeah, that's just how it worked out. And it was easier for me to do like five minutes of meditating before I even got out of bed if I was going to be with my kids mm-hmm. all day, like, let's just do this center myself, yep. get calm and relaxed and then go from there. Yeah. And so yep. that was super, that was really good. I may keep that up. Um, let's see. Next one was organizing my kids clothes. I already did that. Check done. Did it before all this stuff happened. Yeah. Crazy. Um, read one book. I did. I read nine perfect strangers by Leon Moriarty. I am now nice. reading, um, the husband's secret by Leon Moriarty. <laughs> Nice, which I think we linked in a previous episode, yes, we and I'll link them again. we did, yeah. So now I'm reading, um, oh, what was it called? The Husband's Secret. Um, pretty good so far. It's, it, though, now that you, because I think last time we talked about it, you said there were, like, too many characters when you were reading one of her books. And now that I'm reading mm-hmm. it, I'm like, oh, there are a lot of characters. And so it's, like, getting me a little yeah. confused. But I, I feel like with her books, I just need to get get to the point where I, I'm familiar with all the characters, and then it's okay with jumping between. Because she does do that. Like, yeah. each chapter is a I can't do character. that with TV or anything. Like, TV, movies, if there are too many characters, I can't watch it. Yeah. Like, I get so confused. I have a really hard time, like, remembering who's who. Yeah. And, like, I just – and I'm out. I Like, The Bachelor, when people can remember every – which, yeah, I watch The Bachelor. If When people can remember all of their names and, like, backstories mm. and stuff, I'm like, how do you not get them all confused? There are 25 of them. Yeah, that's a lot. I can't remember. I need – well, once I get down to, like – five four three then i'm like okay that now i know who they are yeah yeah it's a problem. Okay. and then after that i'm reading glennon doyle's book 
Yes. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. So I'm, like, trying to rush through this one as much as I love this author. I'm trying to rush through it so that I can get to Glenda Doyle because I know I'm going to love her book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next one is no games on my phone, and that was my Lent thing. Mm. I threw that out. Honestly, I got to, I I deleted the Facebook app for my phone, which made a world of difference. And I feel like it did what I was hoping getting games off my phone Mm. would do. Mm -hmm. So now I have one game on my phone. I play it if I'm getting really anxious about everything that's happening. Mm -hmm. I do it when I'm Mm -hmm. nursing Lee to bed. And that's really Mm -hmm. it. Like, it's not even like I'm trying to stop myself. It's like I don't have time. So, like... I really am just using it to decompress and relax, which is not what I was doing before because I did have time. I just didn't realize it. Yeah. Yeah. So that one is out the window, but I think that I did a good substitute by getting rid of Facebook on my phone. Nice. Yeah, same. Um, And then my last one is to wake up early every day, (laughs) which seemed really important at the beginning of the month. And now Mm. it's like essential because if I don't get up and take care of my kids, my (laughs) husband's not going to because he's working. So, like, mm. today he did let me sleep in. I was like, I don't even need to sleep. I just need to, like, be in bed. Like, yeah. not have to get up and shower and get ready and do all the things. Like, just lay in bed and, like, watch yeah. a show and be on my phone and read a book. And, like, I just didn't want to get out of bed yet. And so mm. I didn't do that today, but I did get up. I mean, I didn't I didn't get wake up early today. But I did probably still woke up at, like, 7. But, like, oh, so necessary because yeah. I didn't work Monday through Friday last week. So I was stay-at-home mom 100% last week. And I have never yeah. done that. And it was so exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah, with the ages of your kids. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So hard. Yes. But, yeah. So mm-hmm. doing okay on the goals for the most part. But I feel like I just had everything needed to shift. With everything yeah. that's going on, I feel like every plan I've made, every goal, every everything needed to yeah. shift somehow to deal with everything that's going on right now. Yeah, because we entered a global pandemic. Right. <laughs> Changed everything. Yeah. 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 I, I posted on Facebook earlier this week that like this is why I did monthly goals mm-hmm. because the thought of doing a yearly goal or like a word for the year or something like that, like themes I could do, but just like 10 goals for the year is so overwhelming because you don't know what your year is going to be like. Like, You can't predict the things that are going to happen throughout the year. And obviously no one could have predicted. I mean, no no lay person is predicting this kind of thing. But to be able to pivot and not feel like a complete failure is really helpful for me. Yeah, for sure. And when I do my April goals, I will know that at least the first half of April, we will not be leaving the house. Oh, my gosh. I have no idea so... what to do for April goals. Yeah, me neither. Because all of the things that were important to me are, like, I don't know. It's just hard. Yes. I've been doing likewise decent on my goals. I have been reading the Bible every day. Um, I try and do it very first thing. It helps also that I took the Facebook app off my phone. Yeah. Um, so instead of like going to Facebook, I go and read a chapter of the Bible. I am reading still Jen Hatmaker's um, Fierce <laughs> Three Fs, Free and Full of Fire. Um, and I'm hoping to finish it in the next couple of days so that I can meet my goal of nice. having it done this year. It is so good, but it's 
and it's not hard to read. It's like just so like, mm, I need to sit on that for a minute. Yeah, you know? yeah. Especially in the midst of this like, like it's not a, it's not a like lose yourself in a different time kind of book. It's like a, I don't know, it's not self-help, but like right. it's, you know, kind of memoir Yeah. Um, and so it's so good, but I'm like, oh, Jen, like, what do you want me to do with my life now that I'm stuck at home? Like, do you know what's going on in the world? Right. Which she obviously yes. does, but she did not when she was writing her book. Right. Um, so I hope to finish it before the end of the month. Maintain weight. You know, it was going fine at the beginning of the month, and then I started baking, and it's hard not to, like, eat your feelings right. in cinnamon cinnamon bread. Right. It's, that's been yeah. hard. Um, but I'm trying. I am walking a ton, mm-hmm. and I am going for a bike ride every day, which is um, so necessary for my mental health as well. Yeah. Um, grow my business. I mean, I've kind of just thrown that out the window. I'm still working on my business, but I understand that my, like, clients are in a really tough spot and are not looking for people to redesign or, you know, outsource a lot of their things right now. So. Yeah. We're just going to table that one. And the last one is Enjoy Disney. And we talked about this in the last episode. I meant Enjoy Disney World. And I did not do that. But I am enjoying Disney Plus. Yeah, so, you know, too. that's a win. Um, so, yeah, that's those are my goals. Awesome. So today we are going to talk about how we met our spouses. I have been watching um, Love is Blind and been thinking a lot about how I met my spouse and how you met your spouse and thought it might be interesting to uh, talk about that. Yeah. Because our stories are somewhat similar. Yeah, kind of. And also kind of similar to Love is Blind and also not at all the same. Yes. Uh, yeah, I would say that. Philip and I actually watched I mean, Love I'm... is Blind. There were a couple of times that I was like, that's a little bit like what we did. <laughs> yeah, 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 me too. I mean, Jared is not watching it with me, but... Um, and I'm only on episode four, so I don't know what's going to happen. That's pretty good. Um, but there were a few things where I'm like, yeah, that is, yeah, yeah. that's what I experienced. Yep. Um, okay, so tell everyone how you met your spouse. Okay, so I met my spouse because of my sister and my sister-in-law. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so I had dated totally the wrong guy. A thousand percent the wrong guy. Complete opposite of anyone I've ever dated in my entire life. And after, like, I don't know, what, two months? It was not long. Um, No, it wasn't long at all. We broke up, and I was like, well, that's it. Like, I'm just done. I tried dating the guys that I wanted to date. I tried dating the totally weird guy that was, like, nothing like me. So, obviously, this doesn't work. I'm out. Whatever. Um, And at that point, I made myself a list of what I needed in a spouse and if that person was not out there then that person was not out there and I was alone and that's Mm. fine I mean you weren't alone I mean I don't know almost because you were about to move to Texas so I kind of was fair (laughs) um but anyway so (laughs) after I made that list and kind of came to that realization which I think is very very important that I had come to the realization that I was okay with if he's not out there he's not out there and that's that's just life Um, that was when you and Renee got together and said, hey, your sister and my brother would be really good together. (laughs) 
And yeah. she sent us a Facebook message. I'm trying to remember exactly what it said. But Renee sent each of us a Facebook message at the same, like, a group Facebook message to us that said, yeah. Yeah. Courtney, this is Philip. He likes psych. So do you. You should talk about it. And, like, that was it. <laughs> and so we, like, stalked his <laughs> Facebook profile for a while. And legitimately, I felt like you guys were punking me. <laughs> because I hadn't, I knew Renee. And I'd known her for a really long time. I had not heard anything about her having a brother. <laughs> and his profile, like, all of his likes were exactly things that I liked. And not normal things. <laughs> like, Singing in the Rain was his Correct. favorite movie. And I was like, well, yeah. that's not real. Like, <laughs> for sure they're just making fun of me. No. <laughs> <laughs> Joke's on you. Sure he was real. Um, yeah. So we, it was not long. We connected on Facebook, but it was not long until we exchanged numbers and we were texting and then almost immediately talking on the phone every single night within days. Yeah. And hour long conversations on the phone every single night with this person I had never met before. Right. And to this point, did not know existed. Um, so I, I can't remember what happened, but somehow I ended up having more money in a paycheck or something than I had budgeted for. And it was just enough for a plane ticket to Oklahoma. And I was like, well, let's try it. Yeah. Let's just, let's just see what happens. He had a, a concert that he was doing with his friends like you know some weekend coming up and i was like i'm just gonna do it i'm just gonna go like whatever like what is there to lose which now i'm thinking right. like yeah. a lot i should not have flown to oklahoma I mean, a state i'd never been with people i didn't know to see someone i had never met before okay but however i had known i knew renee your sister-in-law for what year is this what year did you and philip start talking 2000 11. Okay, I'd known Renee 11 years. So I knew Philip 11 years. True. So this isn't like a totally random. No, and that was like, how I justified it. I will say though, your husband, yeah, like, when I was, I was in the praise band with oh, him yeah. at that point and I was texting with Philip and I came into yeah. band practice and I said something about texting with him and Jared said, Courtney, don't. He lives in Oklahoma. It's just yeah. don't do it. Just don't. Yeah, Jared is the pot calling the kettle black. Well, that's what I kept thinking was like, you did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So he was very against it at first. Now he, now yeah, he likes he us, was. but he did not. He was, like the idea of he was being ridiculous. Well, and he was, I, I, I will say that I feel like, and he can correct me, but I feel like Jared was very protective of me at that stage. Yeah. I don't think he's like that now. Oh, but yeah. I think I was 23, living alone. You guys were the only family I had there. So I think when I moved there, he was like, yeah. I, have to, I have to take care of my wife, and now I have to take care of her sister. And I think that that was his mindset. Yeah. Well, arguably, you needed somebody to take care of you. I mean, I did, yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't, I mean, I did too. Like, who else is going to take care of yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. So he was like, I got this. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of and you. And me... Meeting up with a guy who lived in Oklahoma was not helpful in Jared taking care of me. It made his job harder, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how Jared operates. Yeah. Like, nope, this is going to be hard. 
Don't do yeah, it. Yeah. But. In in that way. Like, this could end very badly. Yes. The risk is not worth the reward. Do not do this. And my thinking was, this couldn't end that badly. Because if it doesn't work out, he lives in Oklahoma. I'm not going to run into him. It, it's yeah. not like we have the same friends. Totally like, agree. It's right. fine. Yes. Yes. So, all that to say, I did go to Oklahoma. My biggest concern, and this is where we related to Love is Blind, because you'll see them when they are about to meet each other, they're like, but I don't know if the physical chemistry is there. That was my biggest concern with Philip. Yeah. I, I thought yeah. pictures of him were attractive, and I had a very good, like, rapport with him. Like, we talked about everything. We were right. very comfortable with each other, but I was like, but am I still going to feel that way when I see him in person? Right. And so... Yeah. I did. <laughs> yeah. And then the story. It worked, it worked out. It worked out. Spoiler... Spoiler right. alert. But the weekend that I met him, I also met his mom and his dad mm-hmm. and all of his friends. And I watched mm-hmm. him perform a love song mm-hmm. duet with another woman. Totally normal. Yeah, completely normal. For First date. Makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But yeah, we had a great weekend. And then from that on out, we were like, okay, this is worth it. Yeah. Let's keep dating. And we tr- we made a goal to meet once a month. While we were long distance with the idea that, like, this is not going to last forever. Eventually we'll figure something out. Yeah. Which was, at the time, like, eventually you'll move to Oklahoma. Because you guys didn't live in Louisiana anymore. I didn't have any family. Right. It just didn't make sense. Yeah. But, yeah. So, anyway, that's how we met. So, my story is the same, pretty much. I mean, Renee is the... The common denominator. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jared and I overlapped in seminary a year. And so I met him the year before I started seminary, which was 06, Mm -hmm. maybe the very end of 05. No, the very end of 06. I went and visited, uh, our seminary and met up with Renee, who was my best friend from college and her music friends from seminary. And Jared was one of them. And we kind of crossed paths a few times um, while I was in seminary. I was dating somebody else and, um, you know, we had nothing in common. Um, I took school very seriously and he slept in the library. <laughs> so, you know, um, and then Renee and her husband got married a few months after my seminary boyfriend and I broke up. And I knew that Jared was going to be there. We had a bunch of friends that were going to be there that were all like in the wedding party and playing music and things like that. And Jared was playing music. And so I Facebook messaged him. He had just started working at a church in Louisiana where I had done uh, mission work when I was youth director. And so I sent him a message like, hey, you know, I've been to your church. Um, Are you going to the wedding? Like everybody else that was going to be at the wedding was dating someone and going with their date, Mm -hmm. like husband, wife boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, except for me and Jared. So I knew that, like, we were going to be hanging out with this big group of people and I was going to be the only single person. And so I wanted to know if he was also going to be the only single person because I just wanted to, like, I wanted to know that once, you know, when when everybody's sitting at a table for 10, I'm not going to be, like, the 11th. Right. Right. Um, I was not looking to, like, date anyone. So, especially Jared. <laughs> so... I messaged him and he was like, yeah. And so we started talking and I was like, oh, he's like, I don't know. I was more connected with him via Facebook message, message messenger than I thought. 
And then we went to the wedding and it was really fun. Like we all hung out and it was great. And, you know, I thought he was great. And he like really didn't seem interested in me at all. (laughs) Like (laughs) I had to get his number from someone else. Like we all left the hotel super late at night one night and he like didn't walk me to his car or to my car. He just like left. So I was like, well, (laughs) okay. I thought we had this connection and. I don't know what's going on. And so then I got home back to Texas. He was living in Louisiana. I went back to Texas. And the next, so we got back like whatever, Sunday. And the following Monday, it's like eight days later, I was going to Puerto Rico for a month. Oh my gosh, I forgot. And I was like, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to just see if there's anything. I like, I'm going to force this relationship and see if there's anything there. And if there's not, then I can go to Puerto Rico and not worry. Like, yeah, because a month is a really long time to be out of the country um and so I uh drove to Louisiana I mean I told him and everything like hey I'm gonna come and visit you and he was fine with that and that was the end of that that was uh July of 2008 we got engaged August October of 2008 and we got married in July of 2009 crazy and, you know, the rest is history. Uh, but like you, I had dated somebody actually that I thought was like a really good, you know, yeah. the kind of person that I would want to marry. Yeah. And when that didn't work out, I too made a list. Like he's either out, you know, there's either someone out there that's going to meet all of these criteria or I'm going to be fine. Yeah. You know, like I was okay either way. Yeah. I think after like years and years and years and years and years of like chasing the wrong guy or like forcing things that weren't going to actually work or like. Pretending I was something that I wasn't. Yeah. And then just being like, no, this is what I enjoy. This is what's important to me. Yeah. Um, and if I can't find a guy out there that appreciates that, then, like, that's fine. I think also you and I were very different in how we dated. Like, I think you yeah. look, you were looking for a spouse when you dated. Yeah. Whereas I, yeah. I mean, maybe when I was younger I was, but I think for the majority of, like, my dating life, it was, like, whatever. Like, this is yeah. someone I can hang yeah, out for with sure. a little bit. Yeah. I took it more, not, like, more seriously. Like, I made it more serious. Yeah, yeah I'd see that. Like, it didn't work out well for me I mean, most of the mine, time. mine generally didn't either, so. It's true. Um, okay, I already answered. So, I, we dated for three months got engaged and then we were engaged for seven months eight months something like that nine months so we met at the end of january we were engaged in june so we dated for five six months and then we were married the next march so 14 months between when we met and when we got married yeah and we were like a year but we we knew each other before yeah I did, not, dating. I did not. Yeah. Yeah. But I think like with both of us, we spent so much time talking on the phone and like traveling mm-hmm. that like this has to be serious. Otherwise, it's just not worth it. Right. Yeah. And that was like whenever like, I see like mostly on like reality shows or like sometimes with my friends when they're like having a hard time deciding like, is this the right person? I don't understand that. Because I feel like right. I kind of, like, I knew that with Philip When we first started talking, when we yeah. first started getting oh, to know yeah. each other, I was like, all right, I, you know, like, this is it. I yeah, can't see sure. anyone else yeah, that same. could deal with me better than he does. So. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, same. Well, and Jared and I, so when I got back from Puerto Rico, I had planned to visit him for Labor Day weekend. And that was when Hurricane Gustav hit Louisiana Mm -hmm. and South Texas. So we, my flight was canceled to go back to seminary and to go back to Dallas. So I go go back to school. And so we drove in his little teeny tiny truck for 16 hours with his dog. dog. (laughs) Yeah. And so I was pretty sure going into that, that like this was the real thing. But going into it, I was like, we're either going to get to Dallas and I'm going to be like, well, okay, see you later. Or like I will be ready to get married. And we got there, and then, like you were saying when you first met Philip, I met his entire family, mm-hmm. grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, nieces, ne- no, just nephews, yeah, no nieces, nieces. Um, at his dad's birthday party. Yeah. And, like, when we, I hadn't slept because we drove through the night. It was, like, bananas. Yeah. And even then, I was like, okay, good, good yeah, to go. Yeah, we're good. And his family liked me, so yeah. it was a win. I feel like we make it sound too yeah. easy, though. I mean, I was 27. I was 24. So I had had, you know, 15 years of crazy leading up to that. See, and I don't... And then it was really and easy. And I didn't. Like, that's, I think, the big difference in us is that, like, you had you had yeah. serious relationships that you thought you were going to marry. I never did. Like, I'll... Yeah, but that's because I was living in my own, like, fantasy world. Well, yeah. Yeah. I had, I had a over a year-long relationship in high school. Nothing really all that serious in college. And then, like, a little bit of dating after I graduated. And that was kind of it. There was nothing... Yeah. I, I would, I can honestly say that before, well, not even with Philip, I can honestly say I've never had my heart really broken more than like a teenager upset because the guy doesn't like her kind of heartbreak. Yeah. But like, I was well, okay with that. We handled our parents' divorce very differently, but that's a story for another yes, day. Yes, we absolutely did. <laughs> Like, kind of opposite. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like we both went in opposite directions. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Arguably not the most healthy. No, neither but... of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. What is saving your life right now? Oh, my gosh. Um, man. I would say any platform where I can talk to people virtually <laughs> – we do mm. Zoom mm-hmm. every day with my in-laws where they read a story to all the grandkids. So we, like, jump on with my sister-in-law and her kids and them. And we all watch Nana and G-Daddy read a story, which is, like, a good 30 minutes of my life that I am not responsible for my kids. Yes. Um, me and my roommates have done Facebook, like, group Facebook chats. Or not Facebook, FaceTime chats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. What else did I do? We did a Skype call with me and a few of my roommates. Cute. We doing. I'm doing a lot of Marco Polo. Currently, me and my three best friends from back home are doing a lip sync battle where each of us oh just gosh. does a lip sync video for the other ones and then tags the next person. It's, um, That's... it's amazing. That's really cute. So fun. <clears throat> but yeah, like, and Adele's dance classes through Zoom, too. 
So, like, Cute. I'm just, I'm loving, it. I mean, it sucks. The situation sucks. But I feel like so many people have found so many ways to stay connected. And that is amazing to me. And that I can do that and still avoid Facebook, which is making me anxious and feel negative and everything. Like, I can still do all of these things and still feel really connected without having to go on Facebook. Yeah. Which is awesome. I, w- I would have always thought that you were the more introverted of the two of us. I mean, I am. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're definitely the more quiet of the two of us. That's true. But I, like, I don't need to be connected to anyone. (laughs) Maybe it's because I have three kids instead of two and my husband is home and I'm home a lot. For me, a lot of it is, like, like, this weekend I haven't really had to use any of those because my husband's been here. But during the day Mm. when it's just me and the girls like I have to send a Marco Polo to talk like a grown-up to another person and I have to yeah yeah like I just need another grown-up yeah and having an eight-year-old I mean he's not a grown-up but I can have a a more um thoughtful conversation with him than like I could with my two and a half year old yeah yesterday Adele took her shoe off and shoved her foot in my face and said how many toes do I have mama Oh, yeah. Tommy like, Tommy is like that's that. That's yeah. the conversations I'm having during the day. And also, every yeah. hour or less, she's saying, Mama, are you my best friend? Mm. Constantly. That's fun. It, it's, yeah. It's gotten to the point yes. where I'm now like, yes, I am. Yeah, toddlers are uh, not not saving my life no, right now. No, Okay, what is saving? Except when they're, like, super cute. Well, yeah. um, so I posted about this on Facebook, but um, our community garden at the mm. church is saving my life right now. I had wanted to do – well, I've always wanted to have a garden in the backyard, but this does not match my skills with anything. Um, I have no idea, like, where to even start. I've Googled. I've Pinterested. I just have no idea. But we have a professional, like, horticulturalist at our church that helped us start a community garden mm-hmm. um, on our church property. And it's, like, divided into plots. And I told him I was interested in having a plot, I don't know, probably two months ago. And he was like, okay, spring. Like, it's yours. It's like, great. And then, like, a month ago, he he was like, okay, like, you're going to have a plot. And I'm like, great. I had just quit my job. And so I was like, perfect. Like, I can pick Tommy up from preschool and we can go out to the garden and it'll be great. Mm. Then literally, like, a week ago, he emailed and he was like, okay, your plot's ready to be seeded. Like, here are – here's what is good for right now. Here are the seeds that I have. You know, here's what you could go out and buy if you want. And, like, here's a map of how I think you should plant it. Ooh, nice. You can do whatever you want. But, like, here's my recommendation. So I was like, you're telling me exactly – because that's the thing. Like, how far away are they supposed to be? And where do you plant what? And I don't know. How often do I water? Like, I have no idea. Well, he told me everything I was supposed to do. And he's, like, fertilizing it and everything. So I was like, great. And now we have so much time. The church is within walking distance. It's a very, very easy walk. Mm -hmm. So we're continuing to do our – what's it called? Uh, shelter in place Mm -hmm. um but we are taking a walk to get some fresh air we're you know socially distancing ourselves blah 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 but we're going up to the church and checking on our plants so we planted seeds no we let's see we transplanted plants that were up there ready to go one day and then the next day we came and seeded and we planted all of the seeds and then the next day we came and planted a couple of um little seedlings that we had bought 
at the store. Nice. So our garden is now totally planted and ready to go. And we go, we went up and checked on them this morning because it rained this morning and we wanted to see how they were doing. And like it's irrigated, there's water out there and everything. It is perfect. And I'm so excited. And we planted vegetables that we like to eat. So I'm excited for like, I think in the past I've planted like radishes. Like I hate radishes. I don't want to eat radishes. But we planted carrots, squash, eggplant, green beans, tomatoes, and I think cucumber. Eggplant always makes me think of mom. Really? Yes, because she grew so much of it in that back in that garden in our um, in the big house. Oh, I had no memory of that. I love eggplant. Yeah, she. I just remember her complaining because so much of it would grow because our house was on like farmland. So it, like, was not hard for her to grow things. Well, I hope we get a lot of eggplant because Jared won't let me buy produce at the grocery store that's, like, individual. Mm. Oh, good point. Like, I just ordered chili peppers. Or not chili peppers. Uh, yeah, he, peppers. he doesn't, like, but he'll buy them, in, like, in bags but not, like. Mm, that's a good call. And it makes me really sad because I really want eggplant and squash and stuff. Mm, yeah. And I can't have it. It's really hard. Well, hopefully it grows. I'm hoping. I, I mean, I, I have faith in it because I have so much help. Like, it's yeah. awesome. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. But it's just nice to have, like, the kids are, like, learning. Like, we transplanted things. And so we talked about the root system and, like, we're watering and we can't overwater. And, you know, mm-hmm. it'll be real. And we – some other people, um, some friends of ours are growing uh, strawberries. And so we, like, looked at the strawberry plants and they had flowers – and then, like, where the strawberry is starting to come out of the flower. And then strawberries that were still green. And the, they will turn red, but they're not red yet. Um, and so I talked to the kids about, like, the stages of growing strawberries. I don't know anything about growing strawberries. Like, if you had just said, teach your kids about how, where strawberries come from, I'd be like, I don't know. You plant seeds in the ground and then you have strawberries. I have no idea. And we've grown strawberries, like, as kids. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you remember the strawberry um, patch we had? Yeah, I do. I could, like, I could pick out what – like a strawberry plant looks like Mm -hmm. but I couldn't say like first it flowers and then the middle comes out and like I couldn't have described that to them but I could show it to them and so that was really that's That's been really really neat and I think they'll they'll like remember that yeah for sure you know like remember when we had that garden I mean I remember that we moved out of that house when I was 12 so well hopefully my kids remember it awesome all right you want to wrap us up yes Okay. okay. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that every episode comes to you each week. And let's continue the conversation on Facebook or Instagram at Mama Speaks Pod. We'll share show notes at www.mamaspeakspod.com. And if you have any suggestions for us or topics you want us to cover, you can email us at mamaspeakspod at gmail.com. See you next week. <laughs>